Hey, glad to catch the live. I have a problem with my dog fence fighting with one dog over the back fence. Mm. Every time I put her out, she immediately stalks looking to see if that dog yep. is out. So a remote collar will fix that. So what you do is you make that back fence. You make fence fighting hot and you make the searching for the dog to fence fight hot. It's all That's all correctional based. Then some people are like, well, when it stops is a reward. The reward is the stopping of the correction. We've got to start understanding that theory. Or the reward is avoiding the correction. You get to spend more time outside. Mm -hmm. How's that for the reward? Right? Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Sally Canine Training and the lovely Joelle. And this is the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a live show on every uh, Wednesday and Friday, mm-hmm. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Pretty consistent. And uh, answer your dog training questions. So what are you'll. We'll do next week. We'll do it remote. Okay. We'll try it remote. I won't have any equipment with me, but. Um, you can just do it. Um, I'll show you how to use the camera. Okay. Um, I'll be in Rhode Island. That's why. Hope everyone's doing well. So this is a, um, a lot of people ask us questions on how to stop unwanted behaviors. So we reward based train all of our obedience on all of the dogs that we work with. And um, I'm a huge fan of reward-based training because that's how you train all your dogs' wanted behaviors. But most people are struggling with unwanted behaviors. And in order to stop an unwanted behavior, step one is always going to be you have to apply a punisher. The thing is the word punisher is a trigger word for a lot of people. A lot of people would be like, why don't you call it a correction? I'm like, well, I can call it anything I want to, frankly. But if we want to get all scientific, if we want to get actually proper, punisher is the actual term. Just like reward Mm -hmm. is the actual term. Just like operant conditioning is the actual term. So, I mean, if anything, I'm being more honest by using the word punisher. And if someone is uncomfortable with that word, well... As my friend Ben Shapiro says, facts just don't care about your feelings. So step one always has to be a punisher. Now there's an art to how to deliver a punisher. You've got to know how to do it. Number one, it's unemotional. You should never be mad or upset um, uh, when you're doing it. It's just uh, information that you're delivering to your dog that says that's unacceptable. That's why I like tools so much. That's why I love remote collars so much because with remote collars um, and I'm very, very aware of the conversation out there against them. But frankly, those are from people that actually have no idea about them. You don't, you have no idea about them because if you did, you wouldn't be so hugely against them because to me, a average slip lead of a dog that's untrained is going to cause more damage than a remote collar on an untrained dog because you're going to actually do damage to the dog's neck. And how many people have seen dogs um, being dragged down the street by uh, dragging their owners choking? Like that causes damage. Mm-hmm. Pulling causes damage. Harnesses don't train dogs. Harnesses are designed for pulling. So they're great for weight pull. They're great for search and rescue. They're great for even bite work, but they're not good for your average dog training. They're actually, they're not actually a training tool. They're actually just a hold back without choking tool. That's pretty much what a, 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 a harness is. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a training center in Providence, Rhode Island. I'm in Florida right now. And actually we're starting up a little small scale thing down here. We're announcing it possibly tonight or tomorrow. Um, this is going to be at going to people's homes and we'll be able to get some really good video footage too. Oh yeah. So we can actually start putting more stuff up on YouTube. Is the link live yet? Mm, I don't know. I'll check. I don't know. So 
Um, let's go with the, the questions. So on YouTube, there's something called Top Chat. What a lot of people do is you don't have to, you, you would pay, but you don't have to pay to play here. We'll answer as many questions as we can in an hour if we don't um, go on any rants, hmm. um, which Joelle sometimes does. Just can't help myself. Yeah. So she wanted to rant about that cross-dressing uh, uh the, the strip club thing not cross-dressing but the is it the drag show the drag show with the young kids but i we've thought about talking about it and we we're like well what does that have to do about dog training and i'm like well i'm trying to get more into other avenues and i'm like we can tie it into how much hate i got for bonking a cotton towel on an aggressive dog but that video is. I wanted to rant about the, it. That, that video is you far disgusting, and it, it should and it should not be allowed. And every single parent out there should be up in arms and irate. And, There's a lot of um, weirdness going on right it now. Was, it, it needs to stop. And any decent human being that's a parent would never allow that to their child to be there. So that's disgusting. So, and I used to be in the adult industry, and that's disgusting. Because that's between consenting adults, what I used to do. And children were not there. All right, let's go. Hamma Jamma, aloha, Jeff. Aloha. Hey, aloha, how are you? Let's see, Devin, hope you guys are having an amazing day. Thanks, Thanks. yeah, there's a lot of links that, that people should pay attention to the links. You know what else people should be paying attention to? They should be paying attention to the non-hoopla, uh, uh, but stuff on our social media in other words joel put up this wonderful video of a go-home session today of a dog it's a malinois and it shows the beginning and the end and then if you follow us on social media you'll see the during we always show the during um on our daily feed and then the go-home sessions are usually we show just the beginning and the end because that's what it's supposed to be the mm -hmm. beginning and the end and then you listen to the owners actually talk their narrative and then while the dog is there, we show the during. Mm -hmm. So we actually show all phases of everything and we explain how we do everything. And if you don't know how we do it, it just every, like everything I talk about each week, like that's how we do it. Yeah. So all the recommendations we make here, but like that story, which is not, I mean, it's, it's story. It's, you know, nonfiction, you know, it's, it's owners talking about what they had to do and now you see this owner walking in a public park with, do you want me to scratch something? Is that code word for scratch my forehead? No, I actually had an issue. Oh, okay. There. I just want you to know. I have like a hundred mosquito bites on my body oh. right now. So it's like you poking me a lot. Wasn't sure. No, I would um, just slap you. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I have to tip you. Um, so I think that it's important that people like see stuff like that. But for some weird reason, I was talking about that with Joelle right before this. I'm like, if it was like an aggressive dog like literally like lunging and trying to bite someone, it would get... But actually she stuff. was in the video. She was lunging and stuff. Right. But oh. it's interesting how there's not enough excitement over your average stuff. family dog being well-trained and well-behaved. Yeah. There's not enough excitement. There's not enough kudos and congratulations to the people who are out there training their dogs, whether we do it or they do it, there's not enough. Everybody likes the like aggressive dog stuff, which frankly, we specialize in it, but there is a higher rate of failure. There's a lot more management. And once they go back to the owners, the owners have their work cut out for them. But a dog like this is going to be easily sustained. But meanwhile, the owners were living in hell. Mm-hmm. So that should be celebrated tenfold. Next. Okay. Tube. Okay. Hey, guys. Good evening from the UK. Hey, UK. How are you? We love you over the UK. And believe it or not, the UK loves us. Christina, how do you get away from having to repeat a command such as sit down, come multiple times before the dog complies? Well, first, my first question is, how does the dog actually know the command? Remember, these are words. So you can use any words you want to, like broccoli could be sit, carrot could be down. So these are just words, all right? The dog doesn't know that you're saying actually sit. They know you're making a sound that's been, you've done a lot of. So 
if you've done your reps, hundreds of reps, and we use a food-based program. So if you said sit and the dog didn't sit, but then you reached in your treat pouch and the dog sat, your dog knows sit. And we can say that with every single command. So that's when food and all your reps, like now you're done with your teaching. So now it's time to proof and to correct for non-compliance. And that's what's missing in most dog training programs out there. And that's why reward only programs don't work. That a lot of people say, yes, they do. And I'll say in the real world or in the sterile classroom, which is a choreographed event. So what does it really work with high levels of distraction? Which is what we want. We want our dogs to listen to us with high levels of distraction. We want our dogs to be able to recall when they're chasing a squirrel, a rabbit. We want our dogs to listen when there's tons of dogs and kids running around, when there's a lot of environmentals happening out there. So we want our dogs to listen in those terms. So what you're missing is the correction. So if a dog absolutely knows down, you say down and it doesn't down, you would say no and then deliver a punisher. What is a a punisher? Again, you're not upset. You're not mad. It can be as simple as a leash pop. No, and then a firm leash pop. It could be a remote collar stim. But again, you have to teach dogs what to do after it's been corrected. So everything is a learning it's a learning experience and a teaching moment for you. Next. Christina, I already read that. JB, hey guys, Jared here from Ohio. Tell Jeff, go ARCs. Patreon rocks. Thanks for the help yesterday. ARCs, I think, was our Brush High School's, like... What is an ARC? Logo thing. Like an ARC, like the boat? No. That was your that was your No. Mascot? ARC was like, I think it was more like a lightning thing or something. Go ARCs, okay. Yeah, like ARC, like electricity. Like our whole electricity arcs between Patreon rocks. Thanks for the help yesterday. The prong pop working on my six month old GSC first walk almost as good as the second walk now. See that. So that's Jared. He's in Solon, Ohio, and he's part of our Patreon family. And he's part of our um, zoo. He was in our zoom room. So just to let everybody know, starting this month, um, Tom, who is the author of uh, um, the raw feeding book, and he also does works with cancer dogs and other preventive and then post-diagnosed um, um, medical issues with dogs. He's actually going to be doing a Q&A once a month on the Patreon channel. Mm-hmm. I put that in the notes. Okay. I said new. In addition to yes, the Q&A that I do. So... It'll be once a month, and it's only going to be for Patreon people. That's it. So you've got to be for ten dollars a month. It's going to be again good one more. Thomas knows his stuff. One more benefit for you. Next, Kathy B. Hey J and J. Hey Kathy. Hey Kathy, how are you? Garrett said agreed. Devin said, "Oh, he's talking to somebody else." Tiffany, can we use a remote caller just for barking correction, or should we do obedience training as well? Okay, who's that? Tiffany. Tiffany. That's a great question. And this is where a lot of dog trainers get the information blatantly and irresponsibly and almost unethically wrong. So many people are going to say you need to condition the dog to the collar. You need to train the dog before you correct it. I do a lot of online consults from people around the world. You can buy them in 30 minute, in 30 minute blocks. Patreon members also get 20% off. Just saying. So one more reason to spend 10 bucks a month. Um, Sorry that I'm pushing it, but it's like you guys can get massive help. Um, So if you have 30 minutes of time and you have a list of six bad behaviors that you want to stop. So all we're going to be talking about is a punitive based 30 minutes. It would be a disservice for me to tell you um, you need to train your dog first before you correct unwanted behaviors. Because first of all, you don't. And anybody that says you do is lying to you. Now, can you correct a dog for not downing if it doesn't know down? No. But we're not talking about obedience. We're talking about behaviors. 
So that's where we go into behavior mod. So yes, you can correct your dog on a remote collar for barking, even if it doesn't even know its own freaking name. Would you correct your dog for trying to bite you if it wasn't obedience trained? Would you correct your dog for trying to kill the cat if it wasn't obedience trained? Would you correct your dog for trying to get into the trash if it wasn't obedience trained? See where I'm going? The answer is yes to all those things. So anybody that says you need to, you can't just go to corrections first on the remote collar has zero idea about remote collars, their use, and how you can go to corrections first and then literally flip the switch and do fun obedience with a remote collar. And all dogs can be, all dogs, remote collars can be used on all dogs. So this concept that every dog doesn't need one, it's like, well, but all dogs can use them. Like, tell me a dog that doesn't, that wouldn't use a, a remote collar. Like, do you, mean, do you mean every dog out there that you know can do incredible off-leash recall and high levels of dis distractions, can do 100-foot downs, from your, not, not from a dog trainer that owns it, but from your average person? It really, really gives the average person a lot of leverage, especially somebody that's soft. Next. Roger, I'm a trainer working with a very nervous, fearful dog, but not reactive or redirecting. Should I stick with the green to graduate training and work through the fear or should I adjust? Won't take any rewards. Been using pressure to teach them sit, to yep. teach sit, then marker. Good. Yep. No words yet. And break right after and has been working. Just wanted to make sure. So what you can start doing is um, we get a lot of dogs with no food drive, no appetite. They might be a little bit nervous from coming into a boarding train. It's not because how we train. It's just because dogs are nervous in new situations, whether it's because it's the structure or it's the demand put on them. And this is like simple demands too. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you have to actually go in your crates. Yes, you actually have to go on a walk. Yes, you actually have to walk across wet grass. Yeah, no, you can't bolt out you know the what door. I mean? It's like, yeah, you know, all rules. Um, just we can humanize this all day long if we wanted to. Um, so... Um, what you would, but if you're, if the dog's eating out of a food bowl, stop letting it do that and have it eat, use the dog's daily food for the reward. That's number one. Um, but that's also why everybody needs to learn how to do compulsion training, training, compulsion training is leash pressure. Why? Because there are some dogs that just won't eat and they won't eat at all for a while. And they might not eat during training. So that's why you need a, another set of skills. Did that answer the question though? Oh, green to graduate. So go through the green to graduate, but then for fear, anxiety, stress, all those issues, you might want to do a one-on-one. -on -one. Next. Ben said, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, how are Hi, you? Ben. Mint diggity. Thanks, Jeff. That needs to be said, sadly. Yeah, that's we're talking about the um, drag show. Yeah, I really want to do a whole separate podcast because I've got really strong feelings about the downfall of this country. Um, and cause I don't want to see it hit the, hit the shitter. And, um, well, we're sort of already but, there, <laughs> but, um, I can't mix it with this, even though I do mix it with this, but maybe I'm just taking like a soft survey. <laughs> Let us know. Send us emails. Would you still hire us as a dog training company? If I did a podcast like that, or would it tarnish me? And maybe I don't even give a shit if it did because I'm willing to sacrifice my business for my country. Because I love this country. Next. Ben, hi Jeff. I have a 14 week old Springer Spaniel. Won't be quiet in the crate. How would you correct her for this, please? Thank you. So at 14 weeks, that's, a, that, that's like, a, um, you gotta be really, you're gonna correct it, but you gotta be careful, all right? So you can use a water bottle. You can just hit the top of the crate with a, a water dish with your hand. Almost everything you're going to do that I'm going to suggest, people tell you not to do because the dog will have a negative association with the crates. 20 years, 10,000 dogs, social media, seminars around the world. I have, I have shut up so many dogs in crates, all with applying a punisher some 
simple, some extreme. Whining, barking, trying to break out of crates. I've shaken earthquake crates. I've used high levels of correction. I've used low levels of correction. I've hit the top of the crate. I've got a foot tap on the side of the crate or the front Sometimes of the crate. These are just relentless. Right? You gotta I, get creative. I'll open up the front door and the dog thinks it's coming out. I'll slam the front door. The crate, not the front door. The front, the front door of the crate. So, but what you don't do is you don't yell. That's what you don't you do. And everything, whenever I talk about all this stuff, everybody, like, it's like, and all the hate videos on me, it always indicates violence. It always indicates, it's like, oh, I wonder how he treats his kids. It's mm -hmm. like, you're questioning me? Maybe we should question the drag show people, you know? So I think that, that it's important to understand that it's like, I'm not mad, I'm not angry, and I'm not enjoying doing it. But it's called my job. That's slice open dogs. Ooh, I can't wait till I slice open up a dog and remove a sock today. That'll be so much fun that I get to do that. Said no vet ever. Next. William, a distance down sit stay. He always comes running back, does the command, and looks at me. Aren't I good? Haha. <laughs> Is that remote collar work? So that's actually, um, I'm glad the dog knows a good recall. We actually made a part of our inner circle. Mm -hmm. Our inner circle is actually one of our academy products that was limited to eight people. We actually made a video um, on okay. that. Did, um, did you those uploaded yet? Yeah, I sent them to you. Okay, so I'm going to send those out to the group. Somebody asked that question and we showed them how to do it. You're going to use a tie back. So you're going to put the dog on a tie back and you'll be able to do um, the other dog can't run to you. Next. Ofer. Hey, Ofer. Hi, J&J. &J. Just had a huge breakthrough with Izzy's fetch problem. All positive based. I will tell you about it in the Zoom. Too much to type. Okay, good. Cool. Congratulations. But don't worry about correcting, Ofer. It seems like you don't want to correct, but I'm glad it worked out for you either way. But don't be afraid. Ofer's you're, dedicated. He Ofer's was, dedicated. He's on our inner circle at 2 o'clock in the morning. I know. Time. But you're following too many dog trainers and getting too much conflicting advice, possibly. Next. All right. Rico, for you, hello. Any travel plans to Madrid, Spain training seminars? I would love that to. That would be amazing. I would love to. But right now, we're, 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 I took the year off of seminars. Well, I'm doing some seminars. We're doing our mastermind. We're doing a leash reactivity. But um, we might do one at the end of the year, but I don't think we're going to have time just because we're traveling for yeah. personal reasons. And then also we're working on projects. So, but what I think um, next year, um, I don't know because of the vaccination requirements of certain countries. So... So, so there's that. So, we, we I, I don't know if they're gonna re, if they're gonna get more relaxed, which they need to do next. Ofer, I already bought the new raw feeding book a while ago. I'm just at the end of the kibble bag now, and I will switch to raw soon. The new podcast is perfect for me. Good, good, nice. Um, God, why am I getting bumped constantly? Mm. Kathy B, big breakthrough with the dog that gets amped up and can't stay in a heel properly. Nice. 180s, and I think things clicked in his head finally. Good. Yay. So those are like those are two people that um the one the gentleman from Solon, Jared and Kathy B, who were both on our Patreon um, yesterday. Literally yesterday they were on our um, Zoom room, and today they got results. That's how quick the information that we give is. This is not like an ego thing. It's like you know, we've just seen so much and we've we've troubleshooted so many dogs. We've had to be creative in our own training center. So we just throw it all out there and see what sticks. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Next. Mama Larmer said, hey, glad to catch the live. I have a problem with my dog fence fighting with one dog over the back fence. Mm. Every time I put her out, she immediately stalks looking to see if that dog is yep. out. So a remote collar will fix that. So what you do is you make that back fence. You make fence fighting hot and you make the searching for the dog to fence fight hot. It's all That's all correctional based. 
then some people are like, well, when it stops, is a reward? The reward is the stopping of the correction. We've got to start understanding that theory. Or the reward is avoiding the correction. You get to spend more time outside. Mm-hmm. How's that for the reward? Right? Next. Truck driver dog guy. Any advice for my speed command? He knows it, but will only do it when he thinks I have a reward. We've done it hundreds of times. Yes, I know it's not one of your basic family pet commands. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people do that. Um, that that delves into the trick training thing. Speak is like because Wes knows speak, but same thing, like because it comes out of frustration. So usually you do have something that the dog wants, and that's how you get them to speak. Right. And it is more of like a trick. But how can you put it on just a word? See, I don't, I don't train this. But how can you just put it on just a word only? I've never even tried. Yeah, yours. Anytime I have West speak, I it's, have something. It's with a tug, yeah. a tug or a ball, right? Tug or a ball. But you could actually. What I would do is I would talk to sport dog people because they're they, they're they're the ones that are doing bark and holds, and they're getting their dog to also do watch. So when they historically, when someone they've got their the dog on a leash and they say watch. That's a lot of the times watch means, stay, you know, stay there and actually bark. Um, the issue is that they are eventually know they're going to get the bite. Mm-hmm. So next. Tube said, hell no, do it. Okay. Thank you. Janine, Janine said, go for it, Jeff. The people that matter are with you. Jack said, I would love that podcast. Also love my country. Just not happy with the government. Yeah. Lynette said, I agree. Our country is much more important. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, it looks like we got a new podcast coming. Garrett said, I think we're on the same wavelength when it comes to insanity going on in our country. Mental illness is being catered to. Yeah. It's true. Damn. Maybe we should switch the show right now. (laughs) Next. Ofer, I was at a free group class today provided by the city. Oh, nice. That's interesting. I had Izzy in and down while talking to another owner. Wow. Many dogs were all over her, but she wasn't breaking her down. Wow. The trainer told me to reward her. I told him her reward was not being corrected. He didn't like this answer. Right. (laughs) Well, maybe you should lead the class, Ofer. Maybe you should lead the class, yeah. So that's the thing is like in a situation like that, believe it or not, the reward could have made the dog break command that I have seen so many times. So rewards or food sometimes hurt or help. I've seen it so many times. Now at the total end of the sequence, say five minutes later, you could have said break and rewarded the dog. But I have seen in that, that situation, if the dog gets too excited, it breaks command. Yep. Yep. Next. Tube, how would you correct if unwanted behavior occurs in the car, like resource guarding the car? Car is a hatch and no room for bonker for correction. Remote collar. Yeah. I had a dog that did that once. Yeah, remote collar. Is that Re- husky? Yeah, remote collars are great, guys. I'm sorry, but remote collars are great. So, and I understand there's countries that ban them, but you can still get them just to let you know. Um, trust me, I've been to those countries and I've got clients in those countries and they're using them. Um, so, uh, but a remote collar is great. It is, there's so much misinformation out there about remote co- shock collars. I call them shock collars and people will be like, well, why don't you call it something else? I'm like, why, why, why not? I'll call it whatever I want to call it. You know, there's people that call like come up with all kinds of like cutie names for it. <sighs> you know, it's like, is that just to make the public like bottom line is it still does the same fucking thing. And in 2022, the technology out there is so incredible that it's different than it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago. But all these people that are yelling and screaming that are anti, they didn't even know about it. They weren't even born then. Most of these people. So they just like to jump on a bandwagon of hate and run with it because they think they're showing the they're, they're loving dogs. That's what it boils down to. Either they're very hateful, angry people because they're working through some self-worth issue, issues and they haven't resolved some childhood issues, or they literally just want to hate on something. 
or they just don't know what they're talking about, which is usually a combination of both of those things. But a remote collar is a fantastic training tool. It is a wonderful training tool. And for all these people that always say, well, if the dog was trained, it wouldn't need one, lie. They're mean and abusive, lie. Well, you need to know how to use them. No shit. You know what else you need to know how to use? A fucking toilet. Common sense. Okay? You actually know how to need... Yep, you actually have to lift up the seat, gentlemen, when you're standing up taking a piss. There's actually protocols for everything. And if any of my military friends... I was not in the military, but they have protocols for every single thing. Next. Doreen, hi, Felix is still doing great. Oh my God, that's so awesome. Oh, wow. Thank you for helping us. Damn. That's awesome. That's Felix great. made a huge turnaround. I yeah. thought it's a perfect example of a dog who was aggressive, hated to work, oh. miserable his well, first two Hated days. to work, wanted to bite our faces off. And then, like, once we were in the routine of things, he was like a different freaking Literally dog. Literally, a different dog. Yeah. And. Because of a remote collar training. And it's Doreen, right? Mm -hmm. Doreen. So Doreen also was a little bit on the softer side. If we're going to be, you know, Doreen, I'm sure you can agree with that too. Um, but Doreen, Doreen, she stepped up her game. So we stepped up the game for her to start, but then she followed through and she stepped up her game. And guess what? That doesn't mean... She doesn't love the dog. That doesn't mean she's not allowed to pet the dog. That doesn't mean she can't give that dog affection. But she's also said, you know what? This bad behavior stuff, it's not going on anymore. Yeah. I'm not putting it up with it anymore. And now I got the information to know how to stop it. And I got the information to know how to keep the training up. Right. But this dog became a different, different dog. Her story, which we have fully documented, should be people should be celebrating it from rooftops. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect example of a dog who would be destined Felix to be would killed. Have been labeled an untrainable dog, right? By, by so many people, by the majority of trainers out there. And that's again, that's not an ego thing. We've just been in this industry for so like long. Didn't care about yep. any food. Yep. Didn't care about praise. Can't be trained. Didn't care about toys. Yep. This, didn't care about anything. Just to let you know a little bit, a little bit of input. This is why I've got a huge following of uh, dog trainers that hate me. Um, um, a little bit of input. There are many, many trainers out there that if a dog does not have food drive, they consider it untrainable. Why? Because they don't know what to do. They actually don't know what to do. So there's so many people out there that will say, um, oh, geez. If you need to use a remote collar, you don't know how to train a dog. And I'm like, okay, well, we can say the same thing. If the dog has no food drive, you don't know how to train the dog. Because there's many trainers that cannot train dogs unless they have food drive. But guess what? We can train dogs with food drive and without food drive. Why? Because we can train in many different ways. Next. Ben said, is she too young for an e-collar sim? Thank you. 14 weeks for the crate stuff for correction. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would hold off on that. Ben. Can I always try the metal food bowl on the yeah. side of the crate? Sometimes the noise will yeah. make them stop next. Terry. Yes. On other podcasts. When you're right, you're right. Dogs or other, as always loving the reels intakes, go homes. Good. Thank Thanks, you. Terry. Roger. Thanks, Jeff. I just started as a trainer with no professional experience and was only hired because I could demonstrate and explain everything I learned from you over the past two years. So thanks. You're welcome. That's I, awesome. I think Roger's a great example of someone that just goes to prove that a lot of this stuff is common sense. But the biggest thing that people could, um, you know, minus the swearing, which I don't do when I'm doing like working with a client. Um, I do on my podcast is entertainment. I do on my seminars because I'm so passionate and I'm seeing with them on the podcast, but it's like, it's not rocket science to get a dog to walk politely on a leash. But meanwhile, most dogs cannot do it, but it's not rocket science to, to, to do it. Almost all of our clients could easily go to their neighbors whose dogs can't walk on a leash and train their dog how to walk on a leash. That's how simple it is. Next. 
Ofer, I'm not afraid to correct hastily. Trust me, I did it in the same outing. I will try to convince you why it was better to solve this specific problem in a positive approach. But Ofer, don't convince me. I don't care. It worked for you. It worked, yeah. That's all that matters is that it worked. You don't have to convince me. Buddy, everything is good. Everything is good. I don't think you're a wimp. It's all good. I know you're a badass. You're Israeli. Next. Jordan, this is Joelle. What programs do you guys use for social media and video editing? These days, I mostly use um, InShot to create our reels and stuff like that. I don't really think I'm using anything else, believe it or not. To edit photos, I use Adobe Lightroom. But as far as video... You like InShot because of the features? I like InShot. Mm. And then you put it into like... No, put it into Reels and then, you know, I'll do some after stuff with Instagram because you can add captions and stuff now, which is nice. I don't have to yeah. type them all. So if you have like anything under a minute on Instagram, you can add captions to yeah. it. There's a bunch of new features that Instagram just yeah. released today too. Not to everybody, but they're releasing... Well, everybody knows now you can do 90-second Reels. They're doing um, interactive, like more interactive stuff. So there's some, there's like four big things that Instagram just released today. Next. Damien. Uh, hello, Jeff and Joel. I try to follow your live broadcast. Greetings from Argentina. Oh, hey, Argentina. How are you? Um, let's see. Why do I keep getting bumped? Tiffany, what age would you start a puppy with an e-collar? Well, it depends what you want to do with it. So, I mean, ironically ben just asked about correcting with an e-collar but at 14 weeks old with this 14 week old puppy but at 14 weeks old you can actually start teaching the dog the concept of pressure on pressure off and you're pairing that with food you're pairing that with a leash but you're not really correcting with the remote collar um at that age so i'd rather use i i would bonk a dog at that age before i use the remote collar believe it or not next Damien said, no time before eight months in my experience. Say that one more time. I think he's saying not to not use a remote before eight months in his experience. Really? Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Eight months, a dog can be fully off-leash trained on a remote. Six months, a dog can be fully off-leash trained on a remote. Why eight months? Like, where did eight months come from? I don't know. I don't know if that's what it's in regards to. Tiffany said, what age should you start a puppy? And then that came right after. But I don't know. It just says no time before eight months in my experience. Yeah. I mean, we trained, I've trained literally thousands of dogs be be younger than eight months, fully off leash trained them on a remote. Yeah. Yeah. But that's up to you. If, If that's how you feel, then that's what you do. Yeah. It's pretty simple, but I, we, we do it different. We do it different. We start dogs way younger, and I can't tell you how many six-month-old, fully off-leash trained remote collar dogs that we've we've put out. Yeah, they're more than capable of handling the pressure. Next. Ofer, I like the name remote collar better than shock, yep. not because I'm trying to hide it, I the fact that I'm using shock, but because the main feature of this collar is the fact that it is wireless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess I use shock collar just to throw it out there you know next it's not really a shock though no it's not not, no trust me startling it does definitely startle you it's nothing like a shock i've been i've been unit i've been shocked yeah yes um tube yeah def been thinking about the e-collar to exercise unwanted behaviors looking at the mini educator i can still get a hold of it in the uk and i've been eyeing it up for a couple months what do you think yeah of course I i would say yes you can still buy them in the UK. And hold on. Dog is a seven-month-old Preza. Yeah. Guy is 50 kilograms already and built like a tank, only getting bigger. Want him fully off-leash trained. Remote collar would be the answer, yeah? Well, dog training would be the answer, but remote collar is a great communication device. It's a great communication device. So, you know, the biggest issue is, other, I mean, even in Wales where they're banned, you can still get them. Like, I mean, everything in Europe is so close. Like, you can still get, like, so in, in, in the UK, I'm pretty sure they didn't pass a law yet in, um, in England um, in, or Scotland. Um, Wales, I know they did um, for a while, but you can still get them. Trust me. We, I know they're, they're still on the market. Next. 
Ben said, thank you. You're welcome. Tube said, I've seen your videos on e-collars and you were using the mini educator, but those are like six plus years old. Is it still a good one? Actually, I don't know if they've, yeah, we still use them now. Have they been around for six years? Probably. God, yeah. Time flies. Yeah. Because we've been at... Wes is six and I got one for him as soon we, as I got it. Because we've been at the training center that we're at now in 10 years. Yeah. And, but we used to use dog truck exclusively before that. So we like dog truck or um, e-card. Yeah. In the UK. Yep. Squanji. Oh, are you the guy that throws towels on the dog's head? So Squanji, my name is Jeff Gelman. And yes, I bonk dogs with cotton towels to stop aggression. That is me. So if you want to pigeonhole me as the guy that throws, you're obviously new to the show and you're probably going to write something hateful and that's fine. You have the right to do that. Um, you will be banned from the show, which is, I have the right to do that. Um, but I think you need to understand what I do for a living and the dogs that I work with and also what is actually happening. And if you're going by those highly edited hate videos that were taken from our YouTube feed that are 20 minutes long with a full explanation, you might want to actually do some investigation and look at those instead of going by those highly edited videos that were literally designed to get a get you to hate me and make it look like I'm being abusive. But hundreds of dog trainers use bonkers, if not thousands, I can assure you. Hundreds of thousands of owners use bonkers. If your grandmother had a dog, she threw shit at that dog. Keys, shoes, a pillow, something. So what you want to do is you want to choose your words carefully. And what I would do is educate yourself first, do your research, and then maybe your eyes will be open, first of all, about what I do for a living, which is work with a lot of bad behaviors. Next. I'll give you that much respect by answering your question. But yes, that is me. And my office is in Providence, Rhode Island, and it's public information. And you feel free, like with all these people that like make all these idle threats. Next. Debbie, Ozzy at the door barking all day at cows, tried bonker and have sent her to elevated place 50 million times. No luck. She is fixated on the patio door waiting for wildlife. Okay. So you either didn't bonk hard enough or you might need to go to a remote collar. So a lot of people can't bonk firm enough in order to create an inhibition, which is what you're trying to do. So you're actually trying to create an inhibition. So it's funny how we have dogs that will blow through 100 on a remote collar and not care, but a water bottle will literally stop them in their tracks. A squirt from a water bottle will stop them in their tracks. We have other dogs who will attack you if you try to use a water bottle. It's the, it's the most interesting thing. So what you need to do is find the, the negative consequence that's truly a negative consequence for the dog. Next. Tube said, but a lot of uneducated people complain a lot that have the wrong ideas about them. Um, there's a, a lot of uneducated people that complain a lot about a lot of things that they don't understand. That they don't understand. So when people don't understand things, they automatically they go into they, they go into attack mode. Mm -hmm. That's just that's just it's just human nature. So we fear what we do not. Okay. Understand. So what I do is I study humans. So literally by that one question, I knew where that question was coming from, from that squishy person, just by the context of it. And I've never seen them before. And, and plus, I've also gotten literally hundreds of thousands of pieces of hate. You know, so, I mean, it's like it doesn't bother me if you choose to be not educated. That's on you and nothing. It has not, literally nothing to do with me. Next. Hmm. Michelle said, hello, you guys. Hi, hey, Michelle. Michelle. How are you? Truck driver, dog guy. Oh, no. Cotton towels are so violent. Where's the towel control legislation? Um, it's not there yet, but there are countries where women can't drive or be out alone without a male escort. So it's possible. Or educate themselves. Or, or it's possible that it might happen. Um, I know they've tried to pass legislation 
that you couldn't um, say no to your dog, which is stupid because you can just use any word for no. Pass legislation. No, they tried. I said, I said, try. I said, try. Um, And they've also tried to pass legislation that says your dog has to be a willing participant in the activity or you can't train it. So unfortunately, many of the dogs we work with are willing participants in the act of trying to maul your child. So at what point do we not let that dog be a willing participant? Next. Mm, Colleen said, my timing is not good with the remote and my German Shepherd is so strong. I tried gentle leader with remote. Do you know any side effect with a gentle leader? No, no, but, but, but that's just another tool. So if your timing is not good, so who is that? Doreen? Colleen. Colleen. So Colleen, I suck at playing the guitar. Guess what? I've never taken a lesson, never watched a YouTube video on how to do it. I've never practiced. But if I pick up a guitar, I suck and I couldn't play a damn thing on it other than a bunch of loud noise. Now, if I wanted to get good at the guitar, what would I do? Lessons. I'd have the right information. I would get someone maybe to teach me and I would practice. And then I would be acceptable on the guitar. And you can be the same thing on the um, remote. The remote. Got it? Next. Robin said, as a retired dog trainer, I just have to say you guys are the best. I recommend you to all my people. Thank you. There are, thank you so much, but there are, there are actually a lot of very, very good dog trainers out there. But thank you for the compliment. Damien said, here in Argentina, things take a while. So the first time I saw an e-collar, it looked like a shoebox. Last year, I got one from my father-in-law who came from the States. Never tried it before that time because of the fear period. Uh, but as always, open to learn. Thanks for the answer. Yep. You're welcome. Laura, I'm not good at bonking. They see it coming and dodge or simply don't care. So one of the number one reasons why you why you um why you bonk is to instill the word no as a inhibitor to your dog. You want the word the reason why we use clickers and food paired with yes is because we want yes to be a really good word. We want no and if you really want to do a mind fuck on on the dog wouldn't know the difference, but you can actually make no mean yes and yes mean no mm-hmm. if you wanted to. You can actually make the word no mean like spin in a circle. You can make the word no mean roll over. You can make the no mean anything. So you're trying to instill an inhibitor. Now, if you're not good at bonking, if dog sees it, that's okay. You can still deliver the bonker. Chase the dog down. Have it on a leash. Make sure it's on a leash. Next. Steve, Jeff, I'd like to hear your opinion of medications like Prozac for anxiety. Do you think they can be useful? So I'm not anti-drug for human and dog, but I believe that we over-medicate our humans and our dogs in this country. So we have every dog that comes into our facility has to be weaned off of all those drugs. Two to three dogs a year, and we deal with a lot of dogs, two to three dogs a year, we tell the owners maybe a low dose of anxiety meds would be recommended because training only goes so far. Talk therapy only goes so far. Cognitive behavioral therapy only goes so far. You know, I mean, so, um, but I, 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 for you to like to go to an animal behaviorist and behaviorists in different countries mean that mean different things, but a behaviorist in the United States actually they don't work with their your dog. So, um, and they've got more on the medical profession. So they have a lot of book smarts, but they don't have a lot of street smarts. So the first thing is usually medication. That's the answer. Next. Lisa, say, so can you please warn people of the dangers of using a gentle leader or a halty? I watched a video of a guy dragging a puppy through an agility course and over jump by the nose. It was quite disturbing. Well, that's not the danger of the tool. Okay. I've seen people get stabbed before. All right? I own firearms. I'm a proud gun owner. Okay? Joelle is a proud gun owner. So there's always going to be a danger 
in a tool used improperly. But that's not, first of all, I'm surprised that a, any thing like that would be used on an agility course, because that's not how you do agility. So I'm not quite sure who taught this person, but it's, it's not the danger of the tool. It's the danger of a stupid person. There's a huge difference. So I don't know what the warning would be other than stop being so damn stupid. Next. There's definitely a way. Like we'll do head halters on some dogs, right. believe it or not. It's actually, it is a very invasive tool and we use it as like our last resort sort of thing. But, but um, if you want to use it as your first resort, yeah. that's, that's fine. If you want but to you have to know how to train on it. But you, there actually... You, there actually is a tool that you actually have to have training with. Mm -hmm. Next. Just like any other tool. Yep. The tool doesn't train the dog. The training does. Right. Um, Colleen thinks he's dislocated two shoulders. I'm still working on it. That's the dog she wants to use the halty on. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I mean. She has bad timing with her remote, she says. So so, so you can use the halty, but you can still use a remote collar. Mm -hmm. Because remote collar, a halty is only, is, is only good with a leash attached to it. I want dogs to be off-leash trained. Also, a remote collar is great for state of mind training. Next. Brandy said, speaking of e-collar, how young is too young to start e-collar training? And when would you know that your puppy or dog is ready for e-collar training? Well, I mean, theoretically, you can start, we start training dogs. We don't usually get them until, or our clients will get them until eight weeks old. So you start training then. Lots of food, lots of repetition, lots of structure. Um uh, lots of consistency and, and then you don't really introduce corrections or apply a punisher other than for biting, jumping, whining, barking, picking things up. They shouldn't pick up, getting in the trash, stealing things that they shouldn't have, things like that, but not for obedience, but you can introduce it to a dog at 14 weeks old, but you know, it, it's, it's not used as a correctional tool, then people have to understand that a brand like eCower Technologies or Dogtra, where you can go up and down the dial, you're just applying pressure and releasing pressure from the dog. And most puppies pull harder on the leash than what they're going to feel on a remote collar. What you're doing is you're teaching the dog a language. You're teaching the dog a language. So um, there's an art to it. It's actually takes us longer to remote collar train a dog going through our whole. Mm -hmm. So in our green to graduate program, I don't know if Joelle put up a, a she put up a link on that already, but our, in our green to graduate program, it's, we take a dog that's totally didn't even know it. didn't even know its name to fully off leash trained. We did it in 10 days, big deal. We're dog trainers, but your average person that does green to graduate, if you, if you dedicated an hour a day to it, you can most likely have an off-leash dog in a month um, from an untrained dog. So we've got a, a four different steps to remote collar training. There's actually a, a way to do it. So our way is not the only way, but there is there is a protocol to doing it. Next. Laura said, thanks for the advice. Steve, do you condition low-level stim for training, not just corrections? Do you teach dogs to turn it off? What do you think about charging the low stim to build drive? Low simulation command reward. So if you watch our green to graduate, we we do something called priming, which is with no remote. Then we do something called CS, which is constant stim. And that's at low level remote with no word. So we, we that's, that's how we- That's conditioning, yes. That's conditioning. We do condition every single dog to uh, a remote we can, we can So a lot, of my, a lot of my show is based on stopping unwanted behaviors, but- Every single dog that is trained in obedience on a remote collar is conditioned at low levels. Mm -hmm. Every 100% of the dogs are, can, are conditioned. In fact, we spend a lot of time at working level. We spend actually 95% of the dog's education on low levels. 
and remote like conditioning powers. has different stages too. It's one thing to say, oh, I conditioned my dog to the remote, but there's also escape conditioning and avoidance conditioning. Right. So which stage of conditioning are you in? We teach every right. dog how to escape the pressure or shut it off. And then we get into avoidance, which is where they're now just rocking and rolling with their obedience and they're learning to avoid the stim, which means they're listening under right. voice control. Stim is only used for non-compliance at that point. But right. to get to that point, you have to teach them escape conditioning, which is how do I shut off the right. pressure? And that's all at low levels. And that's done for lots and lots and lots of reps. The 5% of punitive stuff, if it is 5%, it might be like what, like one, two or 3% is what I talk a lot about on this show. But that is not our primary use of remote collars. It's just the, the, the show is based on usually stopping unwanted behaviors. But it doesn't give you a window of what happens in the training center or what we do actually for a living. Next. Lisa said it was a home video. Yes, I agree. That is a tool. There's a proper way to use them. Right. So I wouldn't give a warning about like, I think the package already does give a warning on it. Yeah. Next. Michelle, I agree. If used improperly like any other, it can be a problem. I've seen dogs with gentle leaders on where their noses are rubbed raw. I've seen chest harnesses where people are constantly squeezing the dog's chest together. Yeah, that to me is terrifying, which definitely causes skeletal problems. Yep. You guys see that video? It's like, or no, it's a picture of a Dalmatian. Yep. And his little poor legs are like yep. so squished together from that freaking, yep. his whole chest cavity was like. Yep. I've seen dogs have um, flat buckle collars embedded deep into their neck because they were put on as puppies. And for some weird reason, as they grew, the owners didn't realize they actually had to actually put bigger collars on them. And they literally, their skin almost grew over the collar. So it's just like, well, that's obviously wrong so i think that's where again stupidity not uneducated but literally stupidity next sally i have a reactive dog who fence fights with the neighbor's dog we only let her out when the dog is not out but they often let the dog out without warning no loading time just instant explosion e-collar 80 to 100 works until release but as soon as it's off she returns immediately to fight any suggestions so you're probably not correcting high enough. So squanchy. Hold on, Steve. I linked it. It's the Green to Graduate course. Look up right. a few posts. I'll link it again. But yes, we teach our entire e-collar program right. in this course. I'll link it now. So squanchy, like I said, it is edited because you're only seeing the loading stage. So everything you mentioned in your video, in your comment, is from the edited video. I am doing it, okay? But there's something called loading. You need to understand what loading is. I encourage you to watch the full 20-minute video. So that Great Pyrenees at 135 pounds, I've said this thousands of times, Squanchy, but you're brand new and I will give you the respect of that, okay? Because that's how I am as a human being. It's edited because... The whole video, it's my video, by the way. It's not a hidden video. It was taken in Las Vegas. That video did not show context. Context is important. The dog was not looking for direction at all. It only looked at her because she said no, but her no right. had no meaning at that right. point. She could have said broccoli, and the dog probably right. would have looked at her. So you've got to understand the full 20 minutes, you've got to understand that that 135 pound dog who has impeccable obedience was attacked by off-leash dogs, it became dog reactive, and we demonstrate that in the actual video. We, you have to understand that that dog pulls her out of her wheelchair onto her face. And then you have to understand what was going on in the full video so take a 20-minute video and turn it into a five-second video and only show the correction with no context behind it. And then you have a narrative that someone else created that's called highly edited, if that makes sense to you. That's how it was edited. 
This isn't my first rodeo, Squanchy. Okay? I bonked thousands of dogs. <clears throat> I'm getting all emotional over this question. Losing your voice. Squanchy, you're bringing tears to my eyes, buddy. What is the ideal behavior you would have wanted after she said no? Her no didn't have meaning, though. Right. We're trying, she, Jeff's trying to teach. I mean, but no. you're, you're not listening to either. You need to understand what what a bonker does. And the timing was impeccable, by the way. The timing was impeccable. My timing of corrections is impeccable, buddy. Okay? Been doing this for 20 years. Anyway, that's enough from Squanchy. Next. That's it. It's seven o'clock anyway. All right. So Squanchy and anybody else that has not seen the video. All right. It's out there. We put it up. It's our video. It's 20 minutes long with lots of explanation behind it. Okay. But if you want to look up Jeff Gelman abuse, you'll see a lot of hateful stuff out there on me. And guess what? It's either somebody's opinion or literally little clips taken from our videos. All right. And guess what? We're still training dogs every day and we're still putting, putting out highly trained and rehab dogs. Thanks, Angelo. Okay. okay. Uh, bye, guys. Good night. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks, Edge. All right. Time to go for a nice bike ride with the dogs. Take care, everybody. Good night. Bye.